0: Today on the newscast, the Iranian regime and ISIS making new threats against Israel as violence continues atop Jerusalem's Temple Mount. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. I hope everyone had a great Resurrection Sunday with their loved ones. It was a very eventful Easter weekend in the Holy Land. It all began on Friday, April 15th, Good Friday for Christians and the beginning of Passover for the Jewish people. That's when hundreds of Palestinian rioters gathered in and around the Al-Aqsa Mosque atop the Temple Mount in Jerusalem and launched attacks against Israeli police and worshipers below, Jewish worshipers who were at the Western Wall. Now, Hamas... As we detailed on the newscast last week, incited these rioters, called really for hundreds of thousands to ascend the Temple Mount and gather at the Al-Aqsa Mosque, and in the words of Hamas, escalate against Israel. Well, that's exactly what what happened. We talked about it on the newscast on Friday, April fifteenth. If you missed it, you can check it out here in our archives. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. But eventually, Israeli police had to enter the mosque after a lot of deliberation. They didn't want to enter the mosque, but they were forced to, to try and get a handle on these rioters who were launching attacks against them, and also to get a hold of the weapons that were being stored inside the mosque and used by the rioters. Now, we saw this last year, in the run-up to the war between Israel and Hamas in May 2021, where the Al-Aqsa Mosque was being used as a weapons depot by rioters who were attacking Israelis. It happened once again over the weekend. It also happened yesterday, uh, Sunday, April 17th, Easter Sunday. These, the unrest broke out once again when we had rioters gather atop the Temple Mount and launch attacks from the mosque. Once again, Israeli police had to enter the Al-Aqsa Mosque and break it up. Now, the Al-Aqsa Mosque is considered by Muslims to be their third holiest site. There was serious condemnation against Israel from all quarters in the Muslim world, including against nations that Israel has peace treaties with, yet nary a mention from these nations and diplomats in these nations about the rioters using what is their third holiest site, presumably, as a weapons depot. They're talking about Israeli police desecrating the site, but who's really desecrating the site when it's being used as a weapons storehouse by rioters? Uh, Very interesting to see that response, but not surprising uh, to see that response in many quarters of the Muslim world. And yet, uh, Israel right now, it's a tinderbox, folks. That situation atop the Temple Mount, and Israel's enemies are using this as an opportunity to make new threats against the Jewish state. Now this is no surprise. Hamas incited the rioters and Hamas is incited by the Iranian regime. And now Hamas is obviously a proxy of the Iranian regime. And now we have statements from Iran using what happened atop the Temple Mount the past few days as a pretext to make threats against Israel. Funny how that works, or maybe not so funny. The President of Iran, Ibrahim Raisi, also known as the Butcher of Tehran, in a speech today, Monday, April 18th, threatened to quote, "strike at the very heart of Israel if Israel makes what he called the slightest move against Iran." Now what does Raisi, who a man with, with scores of blood on his hands, who's very close to Iran's supreme leader? He's been the president in Iran since August. Many see him as a successor to Ayatollah Khamenei, the supreme leader, and Raisi doesn't say anything without the approval of the supreme leader. What is he getting at here, folks, when he talks about striking at the center of Israel? Two possibilities, and perhaps both. Number one, when I think of the center of Israel and the center of the world, I think of Jerusalem, the ancient and ancestral capital of Israel, and geographically, smack dab in the center of the world. Oh, and by the way, it just so happens to be the very city where God Almighty has written his name. Is Raisi threatening to uh, incite in Jerusalem once again? Remember, almost a year ago, May 2021, Hamas launched rockets towards Jerusalem, and that's how that 11-day war kicked off last year. Hamas portraying itself as the defender of the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Raisi may be talking about Jerusalem, or he may be talking about Tel Aviv. When you talk about The population heart, the population center of the land of Israel, some 70 percent, I believe, of Israelis live in and around that Tel Aviv metropolitan area. So a serious threat by Raisi. And at the same time, uh, Iran and its proxies have the capability to make the threat a reality. We've talked many times here in the newscast about that ring of fire. That surrounds Israel on all sides, Hamas and Islamic Jihad in Gaza, the Houthis in Yemen, Hezbollah in Lebanon, and those Shia militias in Iraq and Syria, all funded, armed by the Iranian regime, again encircling Israel, armed to the teeth with ballistic missiles and attack drones. Tinderbox situation right now, folks. And Jerusalem, as I said on the newscast Friday, will more and more become the center of the world's attentions, the focus of the world's attentions. Think of the book of Zechariah, where he says, In the last days, Jerusalem will become like a burdensome stone, and anyone who comes against it will be cut to pieces. Everyone covets Jerusalem, in particular the Temple Mount, and things are developing there very quickly. In the meantime, we have the Iranian regime. The kingpin of Shia jihad, and now ISIS, the Sunni jihadi terror group, also making threats against Israel over the weekend, releasing a statement calling for new attacks against Israel and Europe. Now, last month we saw two ISIS inspired terrorists carry out attacks, deadly attacks, in Israel. And uh, these were Israeli Arabs, folks. These were not people living in the Palestinian territories. These were Arabs living in Israel proper who launched these attacks, again, inspired by ISIS. Israeli authorities believe some 200 Israeli Arabs uh, follow the ISIS ideology. And now ISIS, which has been severely weakened in recent years, that caliphate was crushed in Iraq and Syria, and they have been severely weakened. But Success breeds attraction, and that's why ISIS became so popular among young jihadis around the world a few years back, because they had great success. They were transmitting that success over social media worldwide. Then the caliphate was crushed. They were weakened. If, God forbid, ISIS is able to string together a series of successful attacks, it could put them back on the map for the young jihadis around the world. Let's pray that is not the case, but this is a threat that Israeli authorities are now paying very serious attention to, of course, Iran, the proxies, Hamas, but now ISIS rearing its head more and more and making threats against Israel. We're watching all of this very closely here on the newscast. All of these threats, of course, come as Jews around the world are observing Passover, which ends on April 23rd. Now, this year's Passover is difficult, not only because of the ongoing terror wave against Israel and the Hamas-inspired riots on the Temple Mount, it's also extremely difficult for Ukrainian Jewish refugees who have left everything behind because of war. A great organization called Mer Panim, that we're proud to partner with here on the Watchman Newscast is stepping into the gap and helping those refugees at this very important time of the year. Here's more on what they're doing and how you can help. Passover is the holiday of freedom. It marks the Jewish people leaving their suffering in Egypt to be a free people in the land of Israel. Today, another group of Jewish people are fleeing their suffering to return to zion i'm talking about the jewish refugees of ukraine just like the ancient israelites many of them had to flee in exile leaving everything behind that's why many jewish refugees from ukraine can't afford to eat this passover holiday but you can change that by supporting Mare panim Mare panim is israel's premier restaurant style soup kitchen providing warm meals for israelis who can't afford them this year the team at Mare Panim is working to ensure that each refugee celebrates their freedom with a festive Seder meal. Don't let them go hungry this Passover. Show your support by donating to Mare Panim today. Folks, I see partnering with Mare Panim as fulfilling that biblical mandate laid out in Genesis 12:3 to bless Israel and the Jewish people. So I encourage you to support their great work. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.